does anyone know a good joke? That'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Joey Podcast. Can you believe it? 10 episodes in. (laughs) That is exactly what we needed. So we're going to take probably about 50 or so minutes to get to the thing that you've clicked on. So that's how we roll. Welcome. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Clickbait at the end. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We are two dads and one XC loving lad. For God's sakes, why do you guys always change the prop? I'll read anything that's on this document. If you haven't watched Uh, Anchorman, Paul is whatever his name is. Ron Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Hold on. Very strong strong to come in here and quote the movie. Sorry. Every time I think about Anchorman, I get it confused with uh, Bruce Almighty, where it's the Anchorman who's going, Blah, blah, blah. I always get that part confused. Ah, now that's Steve Carell. Evan is his name in that movie. Yeah. But the actor Steve Carell is the got the teleprompter guy. Yeah. And he's also in Anchorman. Yeah. There is, always there is a confused. tedious link. There is a tedious link. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not the first that have come up with a man by podcast, nor will this thing even pop up in the search. I checked earlier. We should I should really think about how to f- figure that out. If I only to- someone warned you, Paul. <laughs> Early on, I said the Joey podcast says nothing about mountain biking. We should rethink the title. And Paul said, but then, oh, Josh, it's fine. People will find it. It's fine. And now he's like, guys, you realize this is a problem. <laughs> well, Joe's, Joe's comment uh, once again rings true. Just wait. It's coming. Uh, so I, yeah. But if everyone listening is on iTunes and they go down and they give a five-star review, should you wish to give us a five-star review? and write a comment and share and tell your friends about this, then we will defy the computer generation. Ideally. And beat the robots and beat the robots. Maybe comment saying mountain bike, that would help too. Yeah, be. just as many as <laughs> MTB. Yeah, whoever mountain writes mountain bike. bike MTB podcast a hundred times in their description. <laughs> I like this mountain bike podcast. They talk about mountain bikes and podcasting. And MTB. Also, and also mountain bike. Yeah. Yeah, so can't wait to see those come through. Thank you very much to our fans. We haven't I, introduced ourselves, Paul. I'm just about to do it, Josh. Geez, Shane, what is this guy's problem? Let's do oh. Shane. So introducing the people that make this podcast. Shane, oh, otherwise known sh- as The Crashing Dad on YouTube. I, I was going to say Shane The Crashing Dad, but you kind of already did it for me. So hello there. Yeah, this is this is just kind of the sound check. This is how everyone gets to know your voice and become uh, accustomed to your dulcet tones. <clears throat> well, well, this is Shane, the crashing oh. dad. Finally, that is back. That's why. That's what Take people the, were listening for. That's what I was waiting for. I can leave now. <laughs> and that delightful mm. American tone is Josh, otherwise known on YouTube as the Daily MTB Writer. Josh, hi. Is that good? Is that good enough? <laughs> Hi. Hi. He Hi, guys. Is, he's 14 years old, uh, has a acne, serious acne problem, and is pretty much a stereotypical teenager. So Are we going to play Fortnite yet, guys? Hurry up. We'll start off the show, as we always do, because we're professionals, and we have a strict formula that we abide by, is looking at last week's comments. Uh, I see you chaps have popped in, uh, chosen your favorites. Uh, Shane, do you want to? Well, my my favorite came from Joseph at Trail Features because we were talking about preferences and you know things on your bike, and he commented, 
Paul quotes, it's really personal preference. And then also Paul quotes, your preferences are wrong, <laughs> which I thought was just <laughs> dead or dead on. Perfect. Thank you, it's, Joseph. It's true. I think that's fair to say I'm a, I'm a pretty accurate mountain biker with that set, with that paragraph of description. I think that's how we all are. Maybe. So, so people, people are ever like, man, Josh seems like a nice guy in his videos, but in the podcast, he's just a really big turd. Yeah, it's because of Paul, guys. It's all Paul, I promise. <laughs> I'm, I'm editing all your words to just say other things. I'm a turd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, another great editing job there. Perfect. Nice job, Paul. Uh, no, it's, it's completely true. I agree with Joe. That's exactly how I am. That's why we love you. Nothing else to say. Uh, MTB Go says... Time to add a game changer to your podcast, which was, I believe, the theme last on the last episode, episode mm. nine. Uh, get a logo and legit intro outro music. Check out Lance Armstrong's The Blood Doping Cheater. Whoa, this guy's going a bit aggressive. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone who put who is Lance Armstrong? Yeah, was that you, Lance Josh? Armstrong. No, that was not me. Oh, that was Shane. Oh, yeah. Great. I don't okay. even know who Lance Armstrong's Uniball is. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I've i suggested. I mean, Shane. Yeah. I, I think that I, was an early meme where I was like, do we have an intro music yet? And Shane's like, uh, no, I haven't done it yet. Uh, whip out the guitar. Oh, is it you? Is it me? No, that's the best one. Yeah, he the, didn't compliment you for the jingle. I think that's unfair MTB, guys. Yeah. Our really jingle... Give- is the best in the whole podcast universe right now. I I seriously, I can't think of a better segment. I can't wait to get to the segment so I can hear the song. Yes, indeed. Uh, but we should. Uh, I don't know. We'll come up with a. We'll come up with an intro. But I kind of prefer us just talking. Jibber jabber, and jibber jabber. Josh, what else? Yeah. Is? I like I like the Flatwoods mountain bike. He said, uh, I think he, we had a comment from him last week. He said, I didn't ride for about 16 to 17 years. That's how old I am. Um, he said, my game changer was getting an entry level hardtail in 2018. And it was a million times better than my Trek that cost more than my car in 1999. Mm. So he's saying his Trek in 1999 cost more than his car. If your bike doesn't cost more than your car, I'm convinced you're doing something wrong. <laughs> Because your priorities are out of whack. I have now. I now own a Honda Fit that is cheap, and then a Japanese, you know, mini truck that's also cheap. And both my bikes are worth more than those what's, combined. What's the brand of the truck? Suzuki. Or oh. yeah, yeah. It is a Suzuki Carry six sixty for six sixty horsepower. Wait, no, never mind. Six hundred and sixty cc's. Same thing though. Okay. Wow. I think he has a good point though, right? Right now it's a great time to be a mountain biker, like one of our fellow YouTubers says. Yeah. So hard to find a bad bike. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's true. I I completely agree. I mean, can you imagine how good the tires are in comparison? How good the brakes are? Like it would be crazy. I yeah. can't Yeah. Don't see many bikes from nineteen ninety-nine hanging around unless they are a Kona or some sort of old Norco. I swear. (laughs) Because they're (laughs) straight up bulletproof. Yeah, that would be an interesting question. Like, would you rather ride a top spec nineteen ninety-nine downhill bike or uh, you know, super entry level bike from today? I think we'd all pick entry level. Hey, idea for next week. Let's just play Would You Rather? Yeah, for the whole whole episode. Mountain bike edition. Okay, so comment below. 
Give us some would you rot this. Oh, we're going to get so many comments from this. Yeah, yes. I can see you're excited, Josh. I know Shane's excited. Would you rather? Would you rather? Oh, jo- right. If we get uh, 20 comments for would you rather questions, Shane will write an intro to the would you rather. And I will oh. do it shirtless. Wait, what? And never mind. Never <laughs> Josh mind. will do it shirtless. I mean, Click come bait. on. Come on. <laughs> Literal clickbait. I will clickbait with Josh's naked torso. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Blur it out. <laughs> yeah, it's just pixelated. I could, we, we can't talk about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh, that's a really good title, actually. I should remember that one. Uh, 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 well, Olivier Mays says... Is he related to Martin? Uh, he, well, I mean, that's a French-sounding name. Which you is called him Olivier, isn't it? Oliver? Uh, read it closer, Josh. I was very look. Read Olive closer. ear. He's more. Oli- he's more er than Oliver. Olivier. Olivier. That's what it is. What <laughs> Americans? It's Olivier. Olivier Maze. <laughs> oh all. It sounds like you're saying all over your maze. Like, oh no, my corn. It's all over my oh, maze. This is a punny name. Sorry, sorry. However, your name is. I apologize for being so American and butchering it. <laughs> Paul, continue. Oh, I can usually feel the minor difference in setup. For example, a few mil more or less handlebar rise, etc. But I have the feeling that the only reason I think it feels better is because I want it to feel better, mm. and because I spend the money and I don't feel like it's all for nothing. Yeah, placebo effect for sure. Mm, totally. I kind of, I can kind of agree. That's probably, I'm now rethinking everything that I do and looking at my bike <laughs> thinking, <laughs> oh no, what have I done? But if the placebo effect works, which I believe we've talked about before, haven't we? I don't know if we have, maybe in, in some context, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Oh, you have to read. Uh, wait, wait. <clears throat> Isn't this. Isn't this the guy, Shane, isn't this the chap that's been on here before? Yes, Mr. Michael Cunningham, <laughs> the fifth. Or the sixth. No, he's the sixth. We're not for sure. The sixth? Yeah. Definitely. And Michael every- Cunningham, the sixth. Thank you for your comment. <laughs> and I think he still he- says, like, he's like, I'm not the sixth. Or is he the other guy that we gave in? I don't know. He he might have been offended and isn't I listening anymore. I swear it was Michael Cunningham because it's it's still again it sounds like Michael Cunningham. Yeah, it is. It's like, yeah, guys, I'm not the fifth. Yeah. Well, okay. So Michael Cunningham was kind of talking about Paul's BC bike race experience and losing his derailleur hanger. He had his derailleur jump into his spokes, rip itself to pieces, but luckily he was able to make it into a single speed and pedal most of the way out, which I have done before and he has done. But you say it was not possible. Uh, I mean, it I rest works. my case. Je, je reste ma valise, as they say in French, for Olivier what? all over the maze. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh. But once again, I'll bring up the uh, the point that I was day six down. So I must have been, uh, must have been about 8,000 meters of climbing into it when this happened. Oh, dude, so. you were like so <laughs> mentally and physically ripped apart. There's yeah. like... Yeah, but I, okay. I watched BKXA's video and he showed the spare bikes, and the spare bikes didn't look that bad. But the they brakes. were the brakes. Everything about it was different. You got to remember everything. Oh yeah, forget about could, the dumb brakes. Yeah, so I, I was like, yeah, whatever. He also did say that it probably was faster to run that race than to ride your bike. So oh yeah, yeah. You, you got twenty k's of running in. 
there's no way I could have run that. <laughs> it it all comes imagine? down to it all comes down to Paul has the emotional stability during the BC bike race. He had the emotional stability of a middle school girl, and that's okay. And Michael Cunningham is the fifth. I looked back. Don't worry. Okay, uh, good. Right. Thank you. Uh, fantastic. And then uh, Jonathan Christie says, "Yo, twenty six is the best. Way more fun than twenty nine. I'm convinced that that's Jordan's secret account. Best, oh, best troll of the year, right there. Jordan He's just Matthew. coming up with yeah, Jonathan Christie. If that's your real name, <laughs> Jordan. I, I, I literally haven't met anyone who's like legit sold out to 26. Jordan isn't even anymore. No, uh, I mean it's really their personal preference, but um, <laughs> they're wrong. We should point they're out they're wrong. wrong. <laughs> See, it's not just me. It's no, it is. It is. Okay, uh, now. We should move on to our favorite segment. Uh, I'm going to ask my compadre to pull up his instrument. Where did our bikes take us this week? Wait, no. Doom. It's Jerry of the Week next. It's, it's there. there. Oh, oh, is it? Wait, Paul, professional. follow the manuscript. Follow this, okay, follow the script. Follow the script. Uh, where did our bikes take us this week? This week, I've been riding Bike Park and pretty much nothing else apart from I realize. I have to go. Uh, I have that enduro thing coming up, so I decided to go out. And oh, the, oh, the little enduro, the enduro World Series Whistler One Hundred, that one YouTube edition. We've yes. got to put like YouTube edition at the end because yeah. we're not doing the real thing. You have to be good to do the real thing. We're not. <laughs> no, we are not. No. Uh, and I went and rode. Uh, I've decided. I've Bobo went home. Another YouTuber. He was staying with me for a week. We did a lot of filming. I cannot wait to edit this video. It's going to be amazing. Probably one of my best. Watch it do like 10,000 views now. Uh, so That's amazing. That would be terrible. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry, on. Shane. I'm sorry, Shane. That would be oh. awful for me. Uh, so, uh, and then I went out. Um, this, I did some stuff around Squamish just for fun and tried to do some intervals, whatever. Um, John, I feel like I've eaten, you know, when you've eaten crap for like just a week and it feels like you've been eating rubbish for like a year. Do you guys get this as well? Like literally just one week and then you're like, oh my God. I was just been influenced by Bobo. Uh, yes. Yeah. Diet, Bobo's diet. <laughs> I was on the American. Well, we were on the convenient food diet. That was um, the, but eat, just eating out. Like even if you try and eat out well, yeah, it's still not well, is it? Now you anyway. lose your fitness so quick. I know, which is I was bummed. <laughs> it's like, God damn it! But I, hopefully, it'll, hopefully it hasn't. I haven't actually lost it. We were still bike riding. Travel just, back in time with me to months ago when Paul said, "Watch Joshua, watch Joshua." One month after the BC bike race is when the full effect of the training kicks in, and that's the EWS. So, Paul, we'll see if that's still true or not. Well, hopefully, yeah, that's what I'm banking on. Thanks for reminding me, Josh. It's given me the positive mental attitude that I need to succeed. <laughs> okay, so continue didn't on your ride. coming, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. So continue on your ride. Uh, so I went out yesterday um, and I did a microclimate, which was one of the stages uh, pretty much every year. And I was, I felt like I was really good at mountain biking before that. And then I was promptly cut down to size so quickly this trail was very hard it's yeah. like not only is it janky it's steep jank which is the worst 
And the holes, the holes on this thing mm. are massive. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not building this up more than it actually is. It was so rough and you can't even go fast. So it's just like, dum, 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 dum. Yeah. Uh, and I set a second guess if I should even try this race. <laughs> I couldn't ride it. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that. But one, yes, mm. big, big holes when, when a trail super dusty and ridden a ton, it makes a huge difference. But Paul, if somebody were to Google microclimate, they would see that this is a single black Whistler trail outside of the park. Now, how, how would Please. you? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Please. <laughs> yeah. So I say that for two reasons, Paul, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. I'm trying to give context here. Yeah. Um, one, how does this trail compare to other double blacks outside of Whistler? And two, there's another trail from last year's ride that was a double black. So I'm guessing that was arguably harder than microclimate. What do you think? Mm, I think Crazy Train just has uh, bigger features, hmm. whereas microclimate is just like a constant things being shoved in your rear end in terms of a man biking <laughs> perspective. <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think that's politically correct, but we'll take it. <clears throat> I don't think that's ever come up in politics. Maybe it has. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go and try again uh, because I did something that will come up in the next segment. So I'll leave it till that. But by the end of the day, I felt good again. I was riding with Eric, BCPOV, and a whole bunch of people. And we were just riding fast down the bike park trails. And I was thinking, oh, well, if there's a bike, if the bike park section is enough, then I'll be fine. And I'll just go, oh, well, I suck. I think this is what I'm I'm really just like bracing myself. I'm like, you're going to be last. You're going to lose. And just accept that and maybe have some fun. And I think that's Thank what you. I'm, that's the angle I'm going to take. So oh. we, a, lot, a lot of our listeners are YouTubers. And I will let you know that I am planning a video as a my, Josh's predictions for the 2019 EWS 100 YouTube edition. And all I have to say, Paul, is. I might agree with you, but I might not. We'll see. No, I think I will. I was going to, I was going to, I thought we should do a press conference, like oh, an yeah. online live press conference. I think that could be quite fun. That'd be, do that some be smack good. talking. Yeah. I was all keen for smack talking and I'm pretty good at it. But when I <laughs> rode that trail yesterday, I was like, you're pretty good at smack talk. <laughs> Sounds like it, Paul. Uh, I'm the best at smack talk. I'm pretty sure uh, I would just smack talk myself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what I did. Shane, what's threat? What? All right, I'll go. I'll go second. Um, yeah. So for me, last Tuesday, I was like, yeah, there's a local race tomorrow. I might enter it. And you guys were like, do it. Paul was like, make a video. So I did it, and I made a video. You got and that video out so quick. I yeah, was it's because the other video I'm editing is just oh, it's taking a while. Anyway, so I went to the race. It was a it was a lot of fun. It was really cool just seeing the camaraderie around Bellingham. Uh, but the trail, I'd ridden this trail probably like 10 times, like not too much, but like enough that I should know it well enough. And there's something about racing that your brain just clicks into this like, I can't stop. I have to go faster. And uh, so I clipped a tree with my right shoulder, which you can't see on camera. And then I, on like a really kind of a ridgeline, but not really, it wasn't a ridge, but it kind of felt like a ridgeline, how you kept ducking down to the right and then back up. As I went into like a G out where I was turning left, you can see on the side if you slow-mo it, 
there's a little like stump hidden under trees and a bunch of people had nicked it because they were like me and they're not actually skilled and they just hit stuff. <laughs> and so I'm trying to give her the beans, right? Give her the business. And then I hit that and you see my front wheel turn. And it was like, I remember like in my head, I'm like, well, I lost this one. And when literally both feet came off, like the bars went towards my crotch and then I hugged the tree and I just, I thanked that tree because I could have died but it just ended up in like a 12 second delay and I kept going and I didn't do too bad, but I did not do well. So yeah, it was fun. I thought it was spectacular by the way. Thanks dad. <laughs> Thanks dad. Good, good job. Good job, son. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Don't, don't hit trees when you ride your bike. It's always better when you avoid those. I found. Let me buy that. You know, I, <laughs> I, I don't really know what it's like to ride with trees. As I've said before, all I have is rocks and jank. But I've been trying to change that. I've been going up to my my mountains out here in Colorado, and this okay. last weekend. Okay, yeah, wait. What? Does it does it freak you out seeing videos of like flying by a bunch of trees and like weaving around them? Yes, it okay. is. It's so crazy to me, especially when they're super close to your bars. But I've been really trying to get used to it, especially since I'm going out for this race that I'm going to be riding blind. That probably is going to be a lot like that. But um, I went to Salt Lake City, Utah for the weekend for some family stuff. And my brother-in-law decided to take me on one of like the best rides out there called the Wasatch Crest. If you're ever in Salt Lake City, I highly recommend doing the Wasatch. And it was totally like skinny single track, flowy, tons of stuff overgrown, trees really close to your bars and I will say I, I absolutely love it. I did grab some footage. I probably will make a video that might get like 2,000 views, which would be fantastic. <laughs> Paul. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, oh, I know. Oh, God. But no, like everything. I go back, I go back and I watch the footage and the trees are freaking me out the way that it is. But in person, I kind of feel like you get used to it a little bit and you get into this maybe flow state. I don't know if I was in a flow state, but I've heard of that term. Mm. And oh, I, I I totally love branching out and doing these things. Branching out, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I don't. log that pun. Oh <laughs> yes, I don't know. It's it's just super fun, and um, I totally rode with some Joey of the Week nominations. Oh. Some pretty serious Joey of the Week nominations. Mm. Look at that segue. That's beautiful. Uh, and Shane, please take it away. Is it? Best one yet. Absolutely best one yet. Without question. I need to go into the studio with Warner Brothers and, you know, make a full, full one. Full choir. A full choir, I can imagine. After watching with Josh naked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. After watching Paul's video with uh, Tracy, the women's downhill racer, and her telling him, you know, hum a song, I realized humming the Joey of the Week song is both the the best song to hum, not the boast, (laughs) the best song to hum and the worst song to hum because your fate is inevitable while singing that. Uh, (laughs) Was that that your song when you uh, were hugging trees? No, I picked a different one. I don't remember what it was. It was really good, though. Nice. Okay, so... Shane, this is your I was segment. Say, you uh, when Aaron Gwynn did did Aaron Gwynn do anything, Joey? Paul? Uh, well, he's he's out of the entire World Cup season now until World Champs. Oh, he's uh, uh, his his shoulder is injured. 
apparently. Mm. Apparently, this has been going on for a long time, but he's just ignored it. Well, he's been posting YouTube videos of like other people writing. What's yeah. up with that? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. And I don't think he gets YouTube. That would be yeah. one thing. Wait, Joey of the Joey. Week. Yeah, Joey of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> we always. So we're gonna him. start. We're gonna start Joey of the Week with our listener nominations because we're always asking for them. Heck, why not? So if you commented on YouTube with your Joey of the Week, we're gonna start with you right now, Mister Matt Hodecker. He spent four hours dialing in his suspension setup, watching videos from Fox, only to walk away from his bike and have it drop on the ground, popping the Schrader valve out of his fork because he left the pump in it. And yeah, when when you're spending that much time dialing in your bike and doing work on it, but you put it in a crap stand and walk Mm. away and it just falls over. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. His valve came out of his fork he left his he left his pump in the valve right like you know how you you know how you screw it on you screw your shock pump on Wait, i guess how- he left his pump on the valve and then when his bike fell over it like completely popped that thing out that's crazy yeah. what yeah that's so like, i mean that's how, like yeah how is that so it, i don't i need to, pictures please direct messages pictures i don't understand how that would happen I'm I'm flabbergasted. That's truly yes. a Jerry move. Yes. Uh, okay. Who's, ne- who's next? Who else? I Austin lo- Ritz. Yeah, he this bought was a, a new good thirty one. stick. He bought a new unnamed. Oh, I won't say the brand. Thirty six fork with a <laughs> lifetime supply full of grease in the air spring. So that joy of the week nomination goes to this unnamed fork manufacturer. Because we're still looking for sponsors, we don't want to call them out. But and, and I told sorry. them this. I told them to take all the grease out and save it in a jar. And just to <laughs> clarify, the unnamed uh, suspension manufacturer makes a fork that is called a thirty-six. Is that correct? Oh no, I just think the uh, the thirty <laughs> the thirty-six is for the width of the stanchions. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Not to be confused. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. cool, cool. All right, moving cool, on. Cool. Uh, who's next, Shane? Mr. Alan Turner, his riding mate, forgot his riding shoes and rolled the whole, rode the whole day in flip-flops. If you wow. don't know what those are, Mark, we, we call thongs flip-flops. Or jandals for those on the mm, Those the are different. Oceana. Those are different. No, no, they're not. I thought they were. No. You're, you're thinking of Birkenstocks versus flip-flops. I, I'm, th- I'm thinking about, uh, they're, like, they're known as like Jesus sandals. Um, what, MTB Yum Yum wears them. They're like really cheap Birkenstocks. Oh, no. that's It's just what Kiwis and Australians call flip-flops. They call them jandals. Oh, okay. Sure. Mm. Cool. Well, either way, cool, cool, I don't cool, know cool, how cool. you would... Oh, I just Googled jandals and what I thought they were popped up. So I'm just saying. Uh, maybe that's because you're in an American search... American Google. Oh, true, 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 true. <clears throat> how, how do you how do you ride DH on flip flops? Well, do you know what, Shane? I actually have you covered because I produced that exact video with Pinkbug. If you go to YouTube and you type mountain bike sandals or mountain bike flip flops, the video we shot with Eddie Masters will pop up, and he'll show you exactly how to do it. And it's a pretty Eddie incredible Masters. video. Yeah, he could do he was, anything on anything. He's also riding on clipless pedals just to make it a little bit harder because it wasn't hard enough already. Oh Did you goodness. guys screw screw like cleats into the flippy floppies? <laughs> That'd be amazing. That no, sounds well. like a, a would you rather question for next week, by the way. Someone write that oh. down. 
<clears throat> write that down. If, yeah, if anyone just... comments that, we will read it out and mention your name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of anything funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Who's next? And then our uh, fellow YouTuber, Mountain Bike Matt, put his GoPro slash chesty in a tree for a really cool angle because, you know, we all do crap for cool angles. Mm. And then when he was taking it down, it completely ripped apart and wasn't able to get any more footy for the day. Oh, and no. I don't know if that's Jerry super Joey-worthy. Mm, kind of Joey. Semi-Joey. A demi-Joey. Demi Mm. Do you yes. know that? Do you know? Did Bobo, apparently Josh Bobo showed me that trick the same he did to you? And he Shane, he took a chesty and he clipped it round the tree. Yeah, and that, that is a pretty get, good hack to get a high to get a higher angle. <laughs> he did that, and I went, "What?" I was <laughs> impressed. That is a good hack. It's a good hack. And then apparently uh, Josh gave the exact same reaction I did, which I thought was quite funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Mm. All right, and then our our last, uh, yes, our last commenter, Brennan, our friend Brennan Tuning, who's been tuning in every week, Mm. he saw a dude at a, how do you call it? Do you you call it Galbraith? Jalbraith? Jalbraith? We'll stick with that. (laughs) He (laughs) He saw a dude riding there with with a bright red 80s hockey helmet. I'm pretty sure it was Josh getting footy for that next viral video. It was. It was. No, if if it was me, Brett, Brennan's like, I'm Brennan, one day we will ride. He's been trying to ride with me, which I love his enthusiasm. He would be like, Josh, finally. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm a Canadian Josh. I'm Kosh. <laughs> Kosh. <laughs> now, wouldn't you be like, jo- oh, no, I was, that sounds more like, I don't know, Eastern European, right? Josh, jo- or Scandinavian. Josh, hello. <laughs> Paul, that that the first time you said that, that's like when you try to say your name like an American. Paul, that's Paul, what it sounded like. Paul, Josh. Paul. <laughs> oh, well, that is it. So then, does does that put Josh? Is Josh? Josh, is that your uh, your nomination? Your red helmet? Your red mm. hockey helmet? Uh, it sounds like it. That's awesome. If I would have saw that person, I would have been concerned and given him a high five at the same time. That's beautiful. Apparently, Brennan gave him his helmet. Or oh, really? An extra helmet he had. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good. Oh, that's nice. That's Good very guy. Nice. Well, uh, Brennan then then wins the opposite of the Joey of the Week. I don't know what that would be. Who does Nice make- guy. Nice guy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And by the way, it is Galbraith. Um, and everything around Bellingham, people say like 10 different ways. Galbraith, Galbrath. Uh, it's the worst. How do you say the the American version of Squamish? Is it Sa- Sam Samish? No, it's Squamish. What? No, Squamish. no, 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 no. There's a town like just down the road from Bellingham called like oh, Sam- Sam- Samish. Samish. Okay. Yeah. Lake Samish. It's like, it's like Sam, but kind of. Kind of ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samish. Samish. All right. Well, okay. hey, hey, listeners, thank you for your uh, entries into Joey of the Week. Be sure to keep doing that for next week's podcast. We love reading where we all mess up and be a Joey. Speaking of, it sounds like Shane has somebody who looked like a Joey and Paul was a Joey this week. So let's hear it, boys. Well, Paul, what was your Joey of the Week moment? <clears throat> Here we go. Just let me rip, let me rip that bandaid, Paul. Let me just no. Let me just kind of tense the chest region for the the punches that will be coming from you two after I do this. So uh, the climb up to said microclimate trail, I kind of walked a little bit just to time, get a kind of a familiarity with how long it actually takes to get to the top. And I took my full face helmet off, swung it around my handlebars, pushed up. I then rode down said trail and I was like, oh, that's 
bike sales weird and it was like noticeably weird and then i joined up with some others and i rode with them and i was like ah oh, this doesn't make any sense my bike was amazing like three days ago how is it so bad and then i just went wait a minute like reset everything maybe something's happened and what i can only guess is that while my full face which has happened before my full face helmet has swung and knocked the compression dial so it made it harder mm. <laughs> because there were more clicks on there than were meant to be there were two clicks more than i would calculate it it's two making clicks. A full- yeah it makes a big difference no it doesn't okay go and wind all your knobs two clicks and see if it makes a difference I don't think it would. I'll say, you know, I probably could do that. (laughs) Josh, that sounds like another perfect video idea for you that I will give you that for free. I feel like in trying to dial in my suspension, my shock wizard would be like, turn two clicks. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, ah, it feels the same. The shock wizard is like, you've nailed it. I'm like, oh, cool. (laughs) That's what nailing it feels like. And I'm like, yeah, shock quiz. Thank you. (laughs) Josh is like, nothing. Can't feel (laughs) anything. It feels amazing because I paid $400 for the shock quiz. Yep. Yeah, just yeah. and just to clarify, to <laughs> paid for the shock yeah, I, yeah. I, I paid money for that. Um, just to clarify, to sum up what Paul was saying was because Paul was pushing his bike up a climbing road, it ended up that he hit his compression when he should have been pedaling and not been a Joey. Uh, I was just, I was really hot. <laughs> what can I say? Mm. I think I've, I think I've proven that I can pedal up some hills. And like, I was really hot and I'd add, I'd, whatever, like, yeah, I was pushing. But to be fair, it like, and, and once again, this is where I'm thinking about the idea of Joey. If you wouldn't have pushed, if you would have pedaled the whole thing, like an expert would do, uh, then your suspension settings would have been fine. Cool. Nice. Have you ever, have you ever done that trail? I know. And I'm going to do it blind for the race. It's going to be great. <laughs> For those audio listening, I'm putting my thumbs up. <laughs> Paul's thinking, just just you wait, Josh. Oh, I'm for sure going to push up it. Don't you deny it. Uh, okay, Shane. Oh. Well, so my Joey moment was not really me, but on this Wasatch Crest ride. And I was riding, like I said, I was with my brother-in-law, and he's not like super, super into mountain biking, kind of like I guess you could say we are. He's just kind of the type of dude that's just like, I got a helmet, I got shorts, I, you know, bought a bike for a really good deal for, you know, $700 or whatever. And, um, I, we get to the top and I see that his shock is 100% sagged in. Like he, he sits on it and it uses all of the air. <laughs> and I'm asking everyone, like, do you, do you happen to have a shock pump in your backpacks? There's all these dudes with en- enduro bikes and full face helmets on this ride. I don't know why, which is kind of Joey too, but like they didn't <laughs> have a shock pump and, I'm like super concerned for him. And he's just like, Oh, I've been riding my bike and it works. Okay. I'm good. Like, okay. Like, so I, you know, I had to take a picture, post it on my Instagram, call it the Joey of the week, whatever. Mm. But, um, I do feel like that was definitely a Joey move, but for him, he's no. kind of, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a Joey move. That's, but- a, that's a Joey move. Like however way like, you don't, that's, oh, yeah, that's not something you have to be nice about. That's like, I will you say doing? though. Yeah. And I did tell him that, but I will say that he was still riding really well. It just, and he's kind of just like, I don't know how much PSI or I don't know the width of my tires. I'm just going to ride my bike and have fun, which I think is very commendable, but Joey esque. So we'll, we'll do that. It's commendable, but to a point that is, yeah, yeah. not 100% <laughs> sag. Yeah. You never go 100% sag. 
Yeah. But on that same ride, we get to this like really cool feature on this whole ride. They call it the spine or they call it red death. Super technical. The GoPro can't even really show how technical and crazy it is and how huge it is. But as I was scouting the line on this thing, I'm walking back up and this dude in like really nice Yeti shorts and Yeti shirt and he's got his helmet just like perfectly dialed and clean. He's talking to me. He's like, oh, yeah, I I did this last week, but I don't think I'm going to do it today because I don't want to scratch my bike. And I look, he's got the like Yeti SB100. Not, not not 100, Yeti SB150. Oh, they have like the he, Yeti SB137.25 that they're going to I don't know. He's, <laughs> he's, he, had the, he, I don't know he had the 150. He had the really big one. And like, so he's decked out. He's probably wearing $10,000 worth of gear. And he's saying, oh, I, I did it last. I did it last week. I'm not going to do it this week. And he's talking about how the whole, the whole line is easy. And I get on my, you know, aluminum bike that cost me, you know, maybe $1,500 to build up. And I, I mean, I did it not super well, but I did, it. I got down to the bottom and apparently him at the top with my brother-in-law, he's just like, well, I should, I should probably give it a go. So he goes and like, first thing over the bars, he goes, he slams into the ground and yes. he's got his really nice bike coming over. And all he's worried about is the bike. And his wife is up there with my brother-in-law. She's like, Oh, he's so stupid. He's going to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> So there is that rider that buys the Yeti SB150 and the $200 shorts and the $400 helmet that can't ride his bike versus the rider that doesn't really take mountain biking too seriously but can ride his bike fairly mm. decent. So I don't know. That's, I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. I'd say that's a J move the over the bars. Oh, yeah. He also the had the Gapers gap. Oh, ooh, well. Yeah. I actually have the no shorts choice. and the pads. I actually have no choice lately. I don't know what's happening, but I keep getting the 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 gap. What? Like, oh no! Don't don't let anyone see. Oh man, it's like it's okay. I've I've come up with multiple fixes for it. You know what? You should just tattoo black yeah. in between there, like a good oh. like five inches of just solid black. <laughs> Sharpie it on. So there. if you but do you, have the gap, no one notices. Guys, that's such a that's Shane. That's such a good idea. I'm actually like pained. <laughs> I'm actually pained that it would be so funny to do, but <laughs> the, the anti Joey tattoo. That yeah, would be just get two, just get two straps around your leg. Oh, it's like it's That'd almost worth doing. Just be like, "What are your tattoos?" It's like, oh, <laughs> I just, so I just have cap. one. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I also have to say, uh, Shane, just to clarify, the guy with a really nice bike decked out in gear whose skills do not match his. Uh, of bike equipment we call that sponsored. for his talk yeah we call that sponsored youtubers thank you that's myself <laughs> nice hey uh josh did you do anything because i actually have something bobo did I no didn't. so i did not do have anything i did, wait a but... minute wait a minute hold on before you jump in here shane is it just me or has it been a while since josh has done anything I I think he might not be fessing up to something. He, like, he hit two trees. Like, Come on. I swear it's, oh, that's, not, that's just a crash. So that's not yeah. like a Jerry move. Like, I, <laughs> wait, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's not Jerry. I, I, the only thing, okay, so one thing was my friend, but I'll say for me, the only thing was I put a new like rack on my, my new little truck. And when I, I don't think I put it on wrong, but both times I've taken my bike off and put in my front wheel back on. You have to take the front wheel off and put the axle through. Um, when I put the front wheel on, then there's like not, it's not brake rub. It's not like a little like, tss, tss, it's like, it's like 
all the way up. And so I definitely pedaled up for a half hour until I could find somebody else with a tool because yeah. I did not bring my tool and they could hear me coming and they were far enough ahead where I was like, kept trying to catch them. So every time I sped up, it was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, hi guys, do you have a tool? And they're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've been holding out on us. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. But I don't know if that was that. Cause oh, yeah, it is. I don't know That's what caused it. Like, I didn't hit it. Like, nothing happened. Like, all of a sudden, it was just crazy brake squeal. Like, unlike I'd, I'd ever heard. Were your, were your brakes loose? No, no, not at all. They were super no. tight. Yeah. And Have so you got all the washers I, in the right place? Yep. So all I did was loosen them up, uh, loosen up the the bolts, uh, pulled the front brake, tightened them up, and they were fine. Like, it was the weirdest Weird. thing. Weird. Well, I don't know. But yeah, see, I agree. It could be Joey or it could just be, ah, uh, no, that's just maybe no, something it's, it's odd. Not having a tool again. And writing definitely, up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I, just, move. I just don't carry a tool. I just, I never do. I don't know. Okay, well, my, a company made a product for that. Okay, but but my Guys, friend, I've got it right over here. Shut it's up, just, Paul. Shut up. No one cares. T-shirt. All right. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen. Let me tell you about. Bobo. Wait, 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 wait. One more, real quick, real quick. Oh, I, oh, I don't have anything. Wait, I have two. No, not me. My friend Mike. During the race that we did, I he went down way before me. I asked him how he did. He was like, "Oh, it's terrible." He's like, literally, he's like, "I took a wrong turn on the main road in a race," and he goes, "And twenty five seconds later, I hear someone yelling." wrong way and i turn around and a woman is chasing after him telling him you're going uphill in a downhill race i'm like there is nothing more joey than going so far out of the way that she had to catch him and then when he went back to heckle people they taped off the road so that nobody else would go the wrong way like he did oh man yeah, i saw that bad. in your video but I if did they didn't have tape there i don't know and then yeah. they put tape there it means that they didn't tape it correctly so race organizers Joey move. Joey move. Yeah. Okay, Paul Bubba, what was his? Oh my God, where do I begin? Like uh, straight up. Like let's just let's just focus on his bike setup. So Bobo seems to have these group of friends that we I all compared to Randy Savage and the way they talk because that's what <laughs> Bobo's impression of them was. It's like, okay, Bobo, what you got to do is this, <laughs> <laughs> right? And Bobo gets his. He doesn't have a clue about anything to do with bikes, which he's like, meh, whatever. But like his brakes uh, are set up like, so like imagine if your finger is completely straight, mm. I could barely get round the end. <laughs> the, like, you know, when you just have it resting oh, just yeah. on the brake lever, yeah. I could barely get it there. Now, Bobo's hands are like considerably shorter than mine. Like let's say his fingers come up to there. <laughs> so he's like, and, he's, and I'm just like, what are you doing? He's like, well, my friend, Kevin, set my brakes up for me. Is this a steady like, spin, Kevin? Yeah, and oh that dude gosh. is massive. Oh <laughs> but almost just as bad. And then like he's like, apparently he was telling, and I was like, yeah, mate, these aren't right. And he's like, I, I knew it. I was telling them all, but they were telling me like, oh, shut up, Bobo. You don't even need your brakes anyway. And apparently <laughs> this, is the, this is the attitude that they have. And like other things like he had, he weighs uh, less than me. And he had like 80 PSI in his fork, mm. which in <laughs> <laughs> a 36. That's yeah, crazy. which is 30% more than he's meant to have. Mm. And, and he's telling me like, oh, it's like I showed him fire for the first time. And he was just like, 
like, I was like, maybe this is why you crash so much in all your videos and you can't ride because your brakes are about on a, in a different postcode from your handlebars and your forks are incredibly hard. And apparently they all run like 40 PSI in their tire. But oh <laughs> it's like bumping his up and it's like rock hard. I'm like, oh my life. But hopefully he's going to be a new man. Although he did, listen, he had the biggest crash. Like, on, on what? Oh, you you haven't even ridden it. It's in Squamish somewhere. Wow, Shane's actually in here twice somehow. It's a miracle. I love that, it. <laughs> that's going to look so good on the video. And look, at that, <laughs> look if, you, if you're listening to this, you should go and watch the YouTube video, figure out where this time code is, and then go and watch it. Because Shane has like free, frozen himself <laughs> in the most hilarious... <laughs> i thought you guys were frozen no no i gotta get a i got a little snap of this yeah that's like back to the future shane anyway so he 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 crashed on a trail in squash yeah it's called entrails and it's this trail it's this part of the trail called the whale tail and uh and i was i was we were going down it and he did the first couple of bits fine I thought, okay, maybe you can do it. And then I did it, messed it up the first time, but then I kind of did it the second time. And then I was like a bit nervous about doing it because I was like, oh, I don't know. But he's like, no, 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 I got this, I got this. And you're supposed to creep down it, right? He goes so much faster down the first time and then he just washed out like kind of okay. And I was like, oh, dude, like if you're going to do this, like you have to go so much slower. Needless to say, he did not go so much so the second time. <laughs> and you know, you know my crash that was doing the rounds on the internet? Oh yeah. Double. Double what? Double that crash. What? Multiplied by two, that was Bobo's crash. Do you have video of it? I've we had like six angles of said oh, crash. Oh. Paul, you need Beautiful. to like just give us a teaser. No, I can't I don't have it. It's all Bobo's. Yeah, you'll oh. just have to wait. I think it'll come out next. Maybe in a few weeks, actually. Classic. Classic. That, that, that bad. Dang. It was, it was so bad. And I was to the point where I was like, oh, my God. Like, I know he'll want me to keep filming, but I just want to kind of put this down and help. And through the, through, <laughs> through the absolute pain, he just goes, uh, keep rolling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, wait uh, till you see it. It's... I thought I'd just watched him broken his neck or something. But anyway, okay, that was, uh, but that was Bobo. He left. Hopefully he's left oh. a better per- man biker now just because oh like his bike might work a little bit. So there we go. So uh, who gets crap. it? Uh, who, oh, who gets Joey of the week? Yeah, I think, I think Paul be- only because out of the three of us, I feel like Paul had the most Joey moment, even though mm, other, other of no. our friends had it. I think, I think Yeti guy, I feel like, that's really the Joey thing. Oh, I, I, I agree. If it's if it's even, yeah, the Yeti guy. But I feel like like I feel like uh, ours should be like put above like our friends or viewers. What do you think, Shane? Threes. I think people yeah. want to be Joey of the week. You know what? Think, oh, you do? Oh, yeah. I. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we no, could I, give it to him. But if we have to pay out of this, I probably would pick the brake squealing uh, with no tool. Oh, my <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> Uh, does anybody have a tool that's, it, that's that is a hey joke guys move. hey guys it's me i'm joey yay <laughs> that's send me the 26 inch downhill bike i'll ride it for the week thanks guys okay with flip-flops oh, yeah. with flip-flops um 
Hey, so which brings us to our clickbait. <laughs> it's been 50 minutes. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. Did anyone timestamp the, the one from last week? Like that uh, guy did. Uh, it's probably right. fit 40 or 50. It's bad. Amazing. Okay. Well, our local shop's dead, guys. <laughs> Just an okay, <laughs> right? Let's, let's just jump end first straight into this topic. If we take like two minutes to answer this and then end the podcast, people are going to be so livid. That's what I want to do. I'm just going to say no, and that's it. Okay, bye. Well, wait. Okay, why? I mean, we can't. Kidding. We can't completely like. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So I have actually asked my shop this. And they're to the point where they've been able to change their business model to where they have bikes to rent and basically that they just have a demo fleet and then they sell those bikes. But most of their business is through their shop in the back. And they're kind of just like, yeah, dude, if it has two wheels, if it's a YT, if it's a Canyon or Comenso, like bring it in, it keeps us in business. So I think if a shop is willing to not stick their noses up at those online direct to consumer bikes and be just cool and service them, then no, I don't think they're dead. Mm. But the ones that don't adapt will be. Mm. I think I completely agree with you, Shane, because in, in Squamish right now, like last week, if you wanted to get your bike fixed, it was a three-week wait, mm. which is nuts. And there's, wow. there's one, two, there's, there's three bike shops in town. Mm. So it's like, why even bother selling? Like, what if you were just this service center that people could bring this stuff in and there was never a wait time to get your bike fixed. I know that's yeah. not realistic, but you never know. You know, it is. That's the shop that I was talking to. That's how it is. I'll drop my bike off and they'll be like, yeah, give us a couple hours. Because yeah, for brilliant. them, they don't want to get behind. You know, they've got so many people coming in because it's in Fruta, Colorado, which is kind of a mountain biking destination. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just take care of it right then and there and then give it right back to you. Yeah, I- my take on the whole thing, like are bike shops dying? I would say a strong yes, but it's also in agreement with what you guys are saying. I think the old school way of doing a bike shop where everything's brick and mortar and, you know, because here's the thing. Most bike shops don't make t- as much money on services sales. I could be wrong on that, but that's been my understanding mm, that I've heard. Is it 50-50? Uh, what do you think, Paul? I'm pretty sure isn't like... A markup on a product like 20% or something. Oh, yeah. And then a it's service. not that much. Yeah. Well, I just think of the bike shops in Bellingham here, they, they have a lot of staff. And so it's a lot of money they're paying to get those repairs done. Um, so I don't, I'm not a bike shop owner. I don't know. But here's what I would say the bike shops who aren't adapting, who are still sticking to brick and mortar, are going to die off. But the ones who are adapting to the internet, who are creating great content, who are keeping up on their services. I think those shops are going to continue to grow bigger and bigger and smaller shops are going to die off. That's just my feeling. I don't, I don't think it should be called smaller shops. I think it should just be called bad shops. Oh, sure. Because that's, that's yeah. really what it is. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, and I don't, I don't think, you know, the, the thing about selling online, like you're never going to compete with people like the massive people. Yeah. I think it's all like, you know, when you, you know, when someone buys that thing, like, can't, can't fit my brakes just like we had with Bobe's bike. He couldn't fit the new brakes that we got him. It's like you've got to go to the bike shop. Like mm-hmm. then that's where you know if you have that like necessity to the local community, then you'll never die. Yeah, and that's and my my curiosity is outside of mountain bike destinations or places where it's really popular. 
I, I'm curious how bike shops can sustain, like, you know what I mean? Like in the middle of nowhere, you know, if, if they're continue to thrive, but I guess we don't care about those as much, right? We just <clears> care <throat> about the big mountain bike shops. Uh, no, I mean, if you have a scene, then you'll have a shop. Like, sure. I mean, you don't have a ski shop in the middle of a town center in, I was literally going to use our three towns, but that's stupid. Like, <laughs> and then I was going to say Colorado. Like, okay, what if you had a ski shop in Las Vegas? Like, that oh, would yeah. make that would make any sense. Yeah. I think that's the same for anywhere. It's like a store exists based on the surroundings that it serves. So, do you guys think that bike shops will predominantly be service in the future? Like, with with the direct to sales being so competitive with the bike you can get for the price? Mm, I don't think it's that. Is it that competitive in America? In Europe, for sure it is. Yeah. But like, I don't think it's that much difference in Canada. Is it? it, it America? For the States, it depends, right? Like, I, I, I believe that YT, the, the amount of bike you get for the values is hard to beat. I don't know if anybody beats it. And once again, we're talking the higher specs, suspension components, brakes, um, even getting a carbon bike for cheap. Like, it's hard to beat that in a brick and mortar store. That's my what I found. Mm-hmm. But I Shame. think uh, <clears throat> I think no, because it's like people wouldn't have like it's been quite a few years since YT and Canyon have hit the scene. Yeah, and it's not like anyone has gone completely bust. So like if you if you wanted to get like a you know a nice NS or a nice Scott, for example, mm-hmm. you go into the store, you can custom build it. I think that's where the shops are going to kill is yeah. the really, really high end custom build things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And th- I mean, there are some shops around here too, that it's like, if you want a Yeti custom built, that's the only shop you can go to in the Valley. Yeah. Which yeah. people do as you can, yeah. as you can see. All the dentists. Like, yeah. And the doctors <laughs> doing the BC bike race. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, I think that's, that's it. Like, I think it would have, it would have hit bigger than it, has been doing. Mm. Yeah. So, so do you guys think then just the good bike shops that have always existed will continue to always exist? Like you think it's just going to be the same, like nothing's changed. Yeah. As long as they change. Yeah. But that's like any business. Like I don't understand how it's such a, like a, it's yeah. Especially in bike shops in the UK. Like it just seems to be this like, Oh my God, like support your bike shops because that's the only way that they can survive. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure any other business, if they're failing, then they have to rethink their business model. So why are bike shops so different? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I haven't, you know, in my experience, right, obviously I work with one bike shop. That's awesome. But in all the other bike shops in town, I don't, I haven't heard of any that are really hurting that much. Right. Or there hasn't been this like, go help them or else they're going to die. Like, nah, they all seem to be doing fine. Mm. That I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Was it like in color rad? Oh, well, what do you mean? What's it like as far as the bike shops, the yeah. bike shops, my friend, you know, I kind of came into mountain biking as YT and Canyon have kind of done their thing. So I didn't see the bike shops beforehand, but like I said, just in talking to them, they've said that they have adapted, but they're cool with it. You know, I don't know if there are bike shops that won't take direct to consumer. Oh, bike. oh yeah. There are in the UK. Big really? Time. Yeah. And and then there's like next week. Oh, we're shut. Oh, <laughs> what do they say? Just like you, you bought that from Canyon. Send it. Yeah, to Canyon. it's like yeah, we don't. Yeah, that kind of that kind of thing, which is dumb. Like, yeah. uh, do they not know that car garages 
exist to fix your cars. Like seems yeah. they seem to be doing quite well. Like yeah. how can this not be the same for another mode of transport? And that's the thing too, is like when, when somebody who owns a YT, if they have that experience at a bike shop, if their friend's like, Oh, I go to this shop. It's like, I oh, don't go there. Like they don't, they don't accept me. Like word of mouth is what travels like crazy in all business. So um, you have to have good customer service. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, I'd say that's enough clickbait served when you gents, I agree. I think we all agree. Five minutes. Bike shops are fine. Okay. Uh, uh, Let us know what you think in the comments. Very good, Shane. Call to action. Perfect. So don't forget, like, subscribe. Um, five, stars. five star reviews. Uh, would you rather? Say, yeah. Would you rather in the comments now go on YouTube? That's where we do it on YouTube. The Jerry podcast on YouTube. You will find it if you go search for it. You might have to scroll down a little bit further, though, because it Just doesn't say anything about mountain biking. Have, have faith. Uh, crap. What else? Uh, five star reviews on Apple. Uh, hit follow on Spotify. I've never used Google Play. Apparently, we're existing on there. Apparently, there's something wrong with it. There's literally five other places to go and listen to it. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, gents, anything else to add? Nope. That's it. Bye.